Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast. My name is Jane Zahasky, and I am your host. And again today, I have Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed with me. Hi, friends. Hello. Hello. Oh. Glad to be here again. Yes. Oh, this is an exciting episode. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, they're all exciting. They I are. love them all. But this one, Q&A. Yes. Q&A. We have received many questions from our listeners and so we have some really good ones. We do. We're going to dive on in. And um, yeah, I just love our listeners. Like you can just tell from the questions that they're asking that mm-hmm. they're really soaking this in and really thinking about how they can apply this to their lives. So I'm really, really proud of those that that just write it out and send it to us, you know, just being vulnerable. Yeah, that's part of. That's part of the process of walking into freedom is yes. being vulnerable. And we love so. getting the questions. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. It is. We yeah. kind of go over them all. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and another way to be there for y'all. Right? Another way that you can send in a question, maybe you want to help somebody else, but you don't know how. Right. Oh, that's so good. ask a question on their behalf. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, you ready for question number one? Yes. Okay. This one, this is like a big encompassing question of them all. Why is forgiving so hard? <laughs> I just love there was capital letters and like multiple question marks and exclamation marks. <laughs> Why is it so hard to forgive? When I see all those all caps, yeah. exclamation points, yeah. basically that's saying Jesus is saying, do it now. <laughs> exactly. Do it now. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is hard. It's kind of that whole, our flesh, yeah. like the world tells us like, Hold that against that person and it's how you feel against them. You don't want to forgive them because then they will feel like, oh, well, then I can do that again. You know, the enemy just twists our minds around it and it's not even for the other person. That's the whole thing. If we could understand how forgiving is for us and helps us step out of those invisible prisons that Mm. that that, those hurts and um, whatever it is that you have to forgive about how to walk through that you know and it's mm-hmm. just for me sometimes it can come down to swallowing my own pride ah yeah if i'm to be yeah. really honest That's sometimes good. it just feels so good to sit mm, in yes. that unforgiveness because yes. self-righteous harm you yeah, know i mean yeah i deserve to be angry and i'm never forgiving you justice is being served well, that's right, right. And, and, but to say i'm gonna let that go is to swallow my pride yeah. and to set that down and yeah. to choose to take the high road yeah yeah and humble myself mm-hmm. <sighs> Can yes. I just be honest and say that that is hard? <laughs> that and, is and I hard. don't always want to do it. Right. No. But what I've learned, though, is the reward mm-hmm. on the other side of forgiveness is so much greater than that warm, fuzzy feeling of resentment. <laughs> yes. The reward is so much more. That you, is so good. You yeah. mentioned a warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> but let's just be honest. You don't always feel the warm, fuzzy feelings with unforgiveness, do right. you? You feel it's the usually, heaviness. You yeah. feel the weight. Yeah. And it's like jagged. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so the feelings aren't always fluffy. Right. That's no. not. Yeah. 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 They're Gosh. hard. They are hard. Angry. And yeah. when you're angry, oh, you don't want to forgive. Nope. No, you don't. 
And that's where that pride really yeah. comes in that yeah. we have to choose to set down. Yeah. And for those of you who have been following Jesus, one thing that helps me forgive faster is that it's a command. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's always that. You have to <laughs> you have to really think about like this. I'm just keeping it real, y'all. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's the the spiritual conviction also. If you have been walking with Jesus for a long time, or at least know what his word says. There is that element, too, right. where we do it even if we don't want to because right. He wants yeah, us to. It's exactly. obedience. Yeah, that's, right. that's good. But no, we don't always want to. No. And let's face it. He crawled up on that cross oh. for them, too. Yes. And they are His children. Right. And He loves them. He loves them, and, too. And just we like, are called to forgive. Just yeah. like you said yeah. to the thief on the cross, that's right? right. Mm. Today. Oh, that's we so will good. See Father, me in paradise. Yes, Father, yeah. forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. That's right. right. Yep, that's good. Also, one other thing before we move on to the next question is like to forgive that we don't we don't even have to do that in our own strength, right? We do that. Thank you for bringing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, if we are trying to do it alone, we'll just mess it up even more. Yeah. So, in inviting God to walk you through the process of forgiveness. Yes. And. And just partnering with him and praying for his yeah. wisdom and guidance that will make the forgiveness process so much easier. Yeah. Well, scripture tells us in Philippians, we can do all things yes. through Christ who strengthens us. And sometimes I'm like, yeah. okay, Jesus, you're going to have to do this for me. Right. Not through because me. For I don't me. Know that I can do this. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I really do ask him, do yeah. it for me. Yeah. Because I know that I need to do this, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. That's so good. That is really good. Okay, so here's another question. I have such a difficult time wrapping my head around praying for someone that has hurt me. How do I even start? Oh, that's a hard one, too. And that goes kind of along the lines of forgiveness. Yeah. Because you don't have to forgive someone to pray for them. Right. Yes. Yeah. So obviously the word also says to love your enemies and pray for them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But right. how do you do it? Sometimes I just mm. close my eyes and say, Jesus, take them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and whatever that means, Yeah. I just say, Jesus, they're your children. Yeah. And no matter what they did to me or I did to them, mm-hmm. when, you know, when you don't know what to pray for someone, this is what mm-hmm. I usually tell. You just ask for wisdom. Yes. Ask them. Or ask God to give them godly wisdom because mm-hmm. in yourself, because once you have godly wisdom, you make better choices. Yes. yes and so sure. usually when I don't know what to pray, I just say, God, please yeah. give me and that person wisdom to make it through this. Yeah. Yeah. And I usually ask God to just, you know, do something in my heart. Put mm, your desires yeah, yeah. in my heart, Father. Because what that is from is from, you know, anger or hurt in my heart. Right. And I can't get over that to pray good for that person. So I just ask God, come in and, and just change my heart. And sometimes mm. you have to just fake it till you make it. And you have to be ready <laughs> to receive what that means. Yes. Because if he's going to change something in your heart, it may not right. come in the package you're expecting. Oh, oh, yeah. Sometimes it looks fair. So be careful, but that's a great prayer. Yeah. 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 In fact, Scripture tells us in Matthew Mm -hmm. chapter 5, verse 44, Jesus is saying, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Mm -hmm. And so that, too, is a command to pray for those who have hurt us. And if anybody knows what it was like to be persecuted, it was Mm -hmm. Jesus. Right. 
And so something that I pray, I've prayed this over others many times, but it also is effective to pray over yourselves. And that is a scripture in Ezekiel that says to turn our stony, stubborn hearts <laughs> and make them tender and responsive yeah. to you. And sometimes I have to pray that over myself because I am angry yeah. and hurt yeah. and hardened. And the last thing I want to do is pray yeah. for this person. Yeah. And so I have to, to prepare my heart, as yeah. Stephanie said, and mm-hmm. ask God to make it tender and responsive. Right, right. And I just really love the part that you added to that, that you can't put expectations on what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> because mm-hmm. that just gets you in more trouble. Yeah, because many times it's not yeah. going to come close. Right, right. No God may ask you to do something that you are like, oh, no. <laughs> You want me to but do that's what? part, yeah. But that's yeah. that's part, of, part it. of it. Part of the process. That is, Susie. You are so good at always providing scriptures and like addresses. I like it when people refer to that. <laughs> the address <laughs> of the scripture. So it, that just really leads us to another question we had from a listener. How do I find God's truths in the Bible when I don't know how to read the Bible and I'm overwhelmed to even open it? That is a great question. That is a great question. Yeah, it is a lot of people. You know, Bible, I mean, it's a big book. It is. And yeah, it can be very overwhelming. And, you know, some people say, oh, just open it up and start reading. Mm -hmm. Well, that's confusing to me. Like, (laughs) Well, and I've tried that before and I'm like, I don't get it. Right, right. (laughs) I don't understand this. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to read the Bible too, right? Some people say... I have a friend that's listening to the Bible in 90 days. And and I'm like, how are you even absorbing? Yeah, yeah. getting anything out of that. And she's like, oh, but it's so good. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm like, okay. So (laughs) it's working for her, but that wouldn't work for me. Right. And I can read something. And like, I read this, like the Gospels. Let's say I'm reading Matthew. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, what? I've never read that before when I know I've read that. Yeah. Yeah three or four or five or 10 times, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, that's the best part about the Bible. Yes. It's living. It is living and breathing. It is. It is. Yeah. It is and alive it and active. It adapts yeah. to the environment and yep. the situation, the experiences that you are facing currently. Yes. And that's why it can sound different every time you read it. Right. It's one of those books that you can literally read over and over again. Yeah. And, and you're, 20 years later, you're like, I've never seen that before. Right. You know, how yes. it can look totally different. Yeah. Some of the things that I did, Jane, as I started, because the Bible is very overwhelming mm-hmm. and it is hard to understand when mm-hmm. you're a new beginner or believer, a beginner yeah. believer. Yeah. And I use modern day technology mm-hmm. and the power of a search yes. on the internet. And that is... Scripture for prayer. Yeah. Or scripture for forgiving. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you're wanting to seek out in the word, mm-hmm. you can Google that. Yeah. And then you have a list yes. of scriptures that you can then go to your Bible. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's important when you're reading scripture is don't just read the verse. Mm-hmm. It's important to know the context around the verse. Right. And so you always want to read the verses above it mm-hmm. and the verses after it yeah. to get the full context of what the scripture is yeah. saying. Yes. That's and really so good. So those are some important things to take into mm-hmm. consideration when you're learning God's word. And just understand that it, it takes time 
Mm-hmm. And it's spiritual food. We want to feed ourselves right. every day. Yeah. And, and yeah. here's one thing I've learned is that with our physical bodies, the more we eat, the fuller we are, the less we want. Mm-hmm. But with spiritual food, it's the opposite. Yeah. The less we eat, the less we want. But uh-huh. yet the more we eat, the hungrier we become yes. for His Word. Yeah. Good. And That's so true. I encourage you to Eat your spiritual food every yes, day. Every day. Start with a minute mm-hmm. and let it grow from there. I promise yeah. you. Like this morning, I was almost late mm-hmm. to a meeting because I was literally sitting at the table in the Word and I had completely lost track of time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where yes. did the time go? Yes. And so, but it didn't start out that way. Uh-huh. It did not start out that right. way. Right. So, yep. I know. I used to set a timer. And almost make myself read yes, the Bible yes. for like even 10 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. it was when I started. And, but now it's just the opposite. It's yeah. like I have to put a timer so I don't Stop. lose track exactly. of time. <laughs> and I think that's just so funny. And I, I'm sure God is just laughing at me at that. But that's so true yeah. about when you're in it and you start absorbing it, mm-hmm. you just want more and you more do. and more. Yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. I've also heard that the book of John is a really good, good place, place to start, start. Yeah, and that's in, in the New Testament, and it is, it's about telling us who Jesus is, mm-hmm. and that is just a really good place, and then you'll, you know, then you'll start reading more of the gospel and be like, well, didn't I just read that story, but in another book, and yeah. then yes, you're going to find that, and so all of these things just come together, and it, it's, it's a beautiful book. Yes, it, it is. is. It really is. Yes. So... And getting a study Bible also helps too. So I, I relied a lot on the what I call footnotes, yeah, and to kind of yeah. understand. Because let's be honest, sometimes I don't understand what I'm reading, and so I might jump on my U Version Bible app and check it out in another yeah translation yep. that may yep. help me to understand it better. Or I've even been known to get on the internet and search commentaries, mm-hmm. which help us yeah. understand, and right. it kind of spells out what was going on in the Scripture. And so don't be afraid to drill down and study the Word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Susie mentioned version. You can download the Bible app, mm-hmm. which is the version, and there are many, many, many Bible many. plans, yeah. mm-hmm. and there you can search by topic by books of the Bible, mm-hmm. and you can invite friends to read them with you and yeah. to discuss them. And that's a great place to start because the work is already done for you. Yeah, They've already put together these packages. Mm-hmm. Some plans are three days. Some of them are a year. Mm-hmm. So there's many to choose from. Yeah. And that's really good. And it, it, a lot of them add little devotionals to the scriptures and, mm-hmm. you know, read this section, this passage, yep. and then here's a little bit to think about yes. according to that. And one last thing I wanted to share about it is all the different translations. Yeah. Like, I probably, I would not recommend jumping into a King James version if you're going to start reading the Bible. So, (laughs) I mean, some people may not know that. I still don't understand the King James version. I don't either. It's not not my (laughs) go-to. No, mine either. But my first Bible as an adult, when it was my choice to buy a Bible, was the Amplified and that's when all those extra words are in there. And yes. I kind of like that. That's yeah. kind of my thing because it's a word, but then it adds like all these synonyms that I'm yes. like, oh, yeah, I like, I like that. that I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So that was my go-to Bible to start out with. But now I'm kind of a 
hoarder of Bibles. And me so too. I, yeah, I me have like too. all different yeah. kinds. My go-to was the New Living Translation, and that's going to be yeah. more of your modern day yeah. You know, yeah. vocabulary and how we talk today. Yeah. Yep. That's a great one. Yeah. Good. So best way is to um, go to a store so you can actually see them, read them. I would recommend that. So, okay. We definitely covered the Bible. That's good. <laughs> yes, but it's very important. And that was a really great it question. Is. And just don't quit. Just yeah. keep trying. Yes. It'll get easier. Yeah. I promise. It will. Susie, I think you had a question over on your notes there that was I, sent in. Yes. We had someone send in and the email explained how we're always talking about how we isolate and we go into our invisible prisons. And for probably all of us, that's because it's a safe place. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that's what this listener was explaining, Mm -hmm. how that was her safe place. And so her question is, how do you begin to take those first steps out of there because that's right. you know it's it's becoming vulnerable and stepping out and that was a right. great question mm-hmm. because I can remember being in that place and literally paralyzed in fear because yeah. I'd been hurt so badly by others that the last thing I wanted to do was to step out and ask someone for help right and to be vulnerable and my first steps out weren't easy. It's being brave, like we've Mm -hmm. talked about, is having that courage and having that safe person. And you may be thinking, well, how do I know Mm -hmm. if they're safe or not? Right. And you you don't. And that's (laughs) why you don't spill everything. Right. I always say it you just have to throw in the towel one small piece at a time. Oh, that's good. And so if you feel like, you know, you, you're going to church, you're meeting people and you think to yourself, I think I could maybe talk to that person. Mhm. And just take that first brave step of saying, can we meet for coffee? Yeah. Yep. And then through the coffee date you're sharing just small talk. How's it going? What do you do? And maybe you can just trust with one small thing. Yeah. And then it can grow from there. And if then that person turns out not to be a good fit, Mm -hmm. you haven't poured your heart out or handed your heart over. Right. And you can just keep praying for that right person to come in. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. And that, that worked for you. Right. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, you know, and there were times that I did get bit, so to speak. I sure, mean, sure. I mean, I just want to keep this as real oh, as yeah. possible. Yeah. There were a couple of times that, you know, I started sharing with people who weren't the right choice mm-hmm. and, and it's okay. Yeah. The important thing is not to quit. Right. Not, not to, to quit. quit trying because eventually you're going to find that person that will eventually know every little thing about you. Mm-hmm. And I have that person in my life. She has been a mentor in my life mm-hmm. for, gosh, a long time now. And mm-hmm. there isn't anything she doesn't know about me. Aww. And I feel completely safe. But it took time to sure. find her yeah. and never giving up. Mm-hmm. How did you find her? Can I ask? I was at church, and we just ended up having a conversation about a small group, and I just, there was just a feeling. Yep. And so I asked her if she would be willing to meet with me, and just, it blossomed from there. Yeah, that's so good. I love how you said you had a feeling, because that's usually how God tells us, you know, like, yeah, try this person, you know, just take that first step. 
And it's usually something you feel or something that you're like, I just started talking, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and it just felt comfortable to continue to share. So it kind of trusting those gut feelings. Yes. I think that's, that's important. That's an important part of that. In the times that I, I found that people weren't the right fit. I have to say, I probably didn't spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. with the Lord or he was trying to force something. Because, right. like, oh, I, in my own opinion, I would think that they would be a good person. But right. I didn't really get that feeling. And so I was sure. forcing something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being aware of that, that's, yeah. that's very important. That was a good question. That's I a thought great so, question. too. It's a yeah. great question. Because we understand how scary it can be yes. to come out of that safe zone. Right. But right. we can't stay there because, mm-hmm. you know, not only are we locking others out, but I think we lock God out, too. Yeah. I love her question. But the thing I picked out the most is, you call it a safe place, but you're mm-hmm. wanting out. Yeah. So it's a really safe. Yeah, interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole, like, we get comfortable in mm-hmm. a, the most uncomfortable situations. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's familiar. Yeah. It's familiar. And you get these coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that you just do day after day after day, and you just become comfortable with it. Yeah. An analogy that just kind of came over me was when, you know, the Israelites were slaves in Mm -hmm. Egypt for over 400 years. Yeah. And even though they were out of slavery and now wandering in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. they were still in captivity in their minds. Right. And they wanted to go back. They did want to go back because it was familiar (laughs) to them. They're like, we just want to go back. Yeah. And and we think that sounds crazy, but that's kind of what our invisible prisons are. Yeah. Is we're in bondage and slavery to our past Mm -hmm. and the lies that we believe. Mm -hmm. And when we try to step out into that unknown, it becomes uncomfortable. We just want to get back to what was comfortable, even though it's yeah bondage mm. and so that's how a lot of abuse victims are mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's just continuing to be brave and never giving up and continuing to take the next baby step yeah it's just one step. baby step at a time mm-hmm. and it's worth fighting through all that to get to the other side yes freedom absolutely. is worth it yes it is so worth it Good. We had a question about the church Mm -hmm. and trusting Mm -hmm. the church. Yeah, we mentioned that kind of briefly in one of our earlier episodes. And I love how the listener kind of picked up on that. So, Stephanie, do you mind sharing that question? And let's uh, Yeah, she wrote in and just said, how can I trust the church when I've been hurt by the church? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether that is someone in leadership or maybe someone that was volunteering Mm -hmm. that was representing the church. Most of the times it's part of leadership. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very general and very common question. It yeah, is. Because yeah. the thing that I have to uh, remind myself the most is that the church is made up of broken people. Mm-hmm. The church is not a building. It is the people. Yeah. And the book of Romans, the Apostle Paul, who we talk a lot about here mm-hmm. because we're a big fan. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> but he wrote that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory yeah. of God. So the church is made up of Christians, Mm -hmm. non-Christians, believers, and Mm non-believers. And so whenever I start to think about who who has hurt me, like I have been hurt by the church too. Yeah, You know, to be completely raw in front of you guys, I've been let go by a church Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And I did take it personal. It was very hurtful, but I knew it wasn't the 
church. Right. It was something that somebody was going through at that time. Sure. And I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. And not that I didn't have things to work on myself, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when you are being approached by someone in leadership or someone of the church who proclaims to love Jesus, loves that particular church, Mm -hmm. just know that they are going through trials and tribulations, just like you are. Yeah. They are forced to make decisions every day, Mm -hmm. some that are good, some that are hurtful, some that are not so good. Right. You know, you have to remember that we react. We are emotionally Mm -hmm. impulsive Mm -hmm. human beings. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Putting it lightly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I just encourage you to recognize that that person who hurt you probably was hurting worse than you were on that day. Yeah. And you happened to be the listening ear. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry for that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than being hurt by someone that you are trying to be vulnerable with and that you put yourself out on a limb to trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I encourage you to ask a friend to try it again. Mm, That's good. Find someone, try a different church. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can brave it, try the same one because that person may not even be there anymore. That's true. That is true. Something that I remember and what I tell people too is that, like Stephanie said, the people there are that. They're human. Yeah. They're flesh. Mm -hmm. No one is perfect. Right. And we are all flawed. And the mistake that we make When those people in the church hurt us, we want to blame God. Mm -hmm. Right. And God is not those people, Mm -hmm. you know, and God is perfect. Yeah. And so to try to bring some separation there and understand that these are flawed human beings, just like you are, Mm -hmm. just like I am. Mm -hmm. And that's where that forgiveness can kick in yeah. that we've talked about. It's a great chance to practice yes. it. Yes, yes, exactly. It is. And going yeah. back to how do we pray for people yeah. that hurt yeah. us yeah. or why is forgiving so hard? Yeah, it all just comes together. It all does come together. And it's it's how we look at people, how we view them, if we can view them through God's eyes, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. ooh, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. But if we can, or at least try, some of these things— aren't as difficult. And I'm going to just put myself out there and guess the reason why you sent in that question and asked is because you recognize the need for community. Yeah. Because the isolation is tearing you apart. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, that was brave just doing that. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. So keep going. Keep trying. I promise you. Yes. The next place you walk into is probably going to have open arms. Yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning of my walk, I was hurt by the church and I left the church. Mm -hmm. And it took me two months to go back to church, but I did it. I went back. And I'm so glad I did. Yes. I'm so glad I did. So I just want to encourage you to take that brave step back into church and understand that there were people who hurt you, but that's not the whole church. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think we also have gone through a season here, 2020, like no one expected that year. (laughs) Like nobody knew what we were doing. Right. (laughs) And that was a big open door for people to feel hurt, rejected Mm -hmm. by the church. Yeah. But honestly, the church, leaders of the church had no idea what they were to do. (laughs) And to understand that we were all in the same boat. Yeah. It wasn't that the leaders of churches knew any more than anyone else. Right. And they were going through it, too. Right. 
And so we all experience that isolation. And I think we still are just trying to get back into breaking free from that isolation. You know, we were told for so long, stay isolated. And now it's like, okay, so do I try it? Now, do I go back to where I was going, you know, going to church or do I try something new? What do I do? So this is a great opportunity. We all have this this experience, this opportunity to um, maybe overcome some of those hurts. Yeah, yeah, with the church, especially. So, gosh, wonderful. I love questions and I answers. We have more questions we didn't even get to. Yeah. So we'll keep those for next yes, time. And also, we are planning something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, Susie, I'll let you share the big, <laughs> exciting news. But they have to continue to listen to get all the details, okay. right? Okay. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> Just dangle the carrot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we are going to have a live Woo! Q&A time. Yay! I am so excited. I am too. So we're going to be setting a date for the end of May. Mm -hmm. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Where we will have a Facebook live event. And you can come join us and ask your questions in person. And just a community building, Uh getting to know each other. Yeah. And seeing some faces with those names. It's going to be so fun. It will be. I cannot wait. And gosh, I'm going to have to get my hair done or something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, usually you don't have to worry about that. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. So don't miss out. We'll be announcing details of that um, soon. So be sure that you're subscribing to the podcast because we'll continue to talk about it. Be keeping an eye out on Facebook, Instagram, because you will want to sign up for that. I I don't even know if there's like a maximum number of people, but... We may have to consider. You just never know. So sign up. Be on the watch for that. And gosh, listening to the Q&As, you know so many more people are thinking these same questions. So friends, I encourage you to share this with others and go on this journey together. It's all about community. We talk about that a lot. And so find some friends and work through forgiveness and work on isolation and identity. All the things that we talk about, do it together with friends and encourage one another. That's what we're called to do. That's right. We're called to do. Yeah. So the time has come. I know. So warriors, remember, it's time to rise up and step Step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.